Welcome to Off the Record, talking real estate with Joe and Michaela. If you're interested in the Portland, Oregon real estate market and want the unvarnished inside scoop, you've come to the right place. Thanks for giving us a listen. Okay, welcome everyone to our market update for home buyers. Hi, Michaela. How are you? Hi, I'm so good. It's nice to be here. Yeah, welcome to fall. Pumpkins football. everywhere, football. Season. I know, it's the best, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Did you have I, fun at the dot game this weekend? I did, yeah. Didn't turn out the way we wanted, but great game, lots of hype. Got to see your husband there, which is the highlight. That was wonderful. He was so excited. Yeah. Good times, and we got a lot more football left, which is wonderful. I have to ask, are you a pumpkin spice girl? I am. Full oh my blown. Gosh, really? Yeah. It's an addiction. Pumpkin cream cold brew from Starbucks. Oh my gosh. The best thing ever. Is it like super sweet or? No, it's cold brew mm. with a little bit of cream on top. Mm. Wow. It's How much is that? Like five fifty or something? Oh, like it's six fifty. Damn it's to Starbucks. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Are you a pumpkin spice girly? Negative. Nah, the pumpkin doesn't really turn me on mm. much. Mm. I'm more of a sweet vanilla Nespresso guy. Ooh. Which is what we're having right Cheers now. Cheers to that. Cheers. <laughs> yeah. The afternoon going on the pod pick me upper. So yeah. Uh, we digress. We are here to talk about what this marketplace, this current Portland Metro and National Marketplace means for home buyers. We've got a lot of people out there that are wondering if now's the right time. We've actually done a pod on that recently. But also, you know, we thought we'd dive deeper into it and talk about available homes, home prices, interest rates, which home buyer is this market ideal for, which will be interesting. And then who might be best to stay on the sidelines for a while? Because this market's not for everyone. I think it's for more people than they think, but there's also some folks that this is probably a good time to sit out for a little while, don't you think? Yeah, I like that advice. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about that. And I think market updates are changing weekly, maybe every two weeks, but it seems like every couple of weeks, every month or so, it's just a different story in the marketplace. So I think it's important that we're staying up to date with these. So I hope people find it helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about availability because for a long time, for years and years and years, it's been a extremely low inventory environment and it's changed. I think the perception is, is that there's all these new homes on the market because we're seeing this slowdown in the marketplace. And that was kind of my perception until just a little while ago as well. But I want to run some numbers by you and see what you think. So this month's available inventory increased to 2.9 months of inventory. And remember, months of inventory is if we stop putting homes on the market right now at the current rate of sales, how many months would it take to sell off all of the inventory? And right now that's 2.9, Okay. right? So a lot of people would think, okay, we were in point nine territory, 1.3 months of inventory. And now we're up to 2.9. And that must mean that there's all these new homes on the market. Not necessarily the case. It's a little bit deceiving because new listings on the market were actually down over 7% from last month. So the inventory uh, number went up, but the actual new listings on the market in RMLS went down 7%. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So that seems to be in conflict with each other, right? Yeah. So I think what that tells us is there's significantly less buyer traffic out there in the marketplace right now and that there are less new homes on the market and those that are on are selling much 
slower. So instead of that fast paced market that we've been used to, it's a lot slower right now. And there's pros and cons to both of those. So, I mean, if, if you're working with a buyer right now and they're used to having to make these quick decisions and go run to houses and all that, you know, you still may want to get there sooner than later. But at the same time, our days on market was up four days as well, up in the, into the 40s now, which is highly unusual, right? That was shocking to see. Mm-hmm. So I think the takeaway from available homes, also called inventory, is that there's almost the same number of homes on the market, they're just selling slower, right? Got it. Okay. Which also means that there's some opportunity for buyers. In a lot of cases, you're not going to have to make full price offers, right? If a home's been on the market four, five, six weeks or more, chances are you'll probably be able to get in under list price, which isn't that crazy. It's amazing. I'm excited for buyers. I feel like we need to get the word out because there's just so much confusion going on right now. And I think if more people were to take a look at what's actually happening, mm-hmm. there might be some opportunity for them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So let's talk about prices real quick. Median sale price increased by 0.3% over last month. So basically stayed about the same. Median price, remember, is different than average price. We like median because if you took a line of all of the homes and what their sale price was, if you went to the exact middle of that number, If 120 homes sold, if you went to number 60 and 61, what were the prices on that? That's the median, which I think is better than the average because if you had a $20 million home at the top and everything, it's gonna skew that a little bit. So what's the median price? And the price went from 540 at this time last year, which is a crazy number, being at 540,000, that's the very middle of the road uh, for home sales. Right now, it's at 531000 Okay. So not a huge drop. In fact, not as much as I would have thought, seeing where a lot of the price reductions have, have gone recently. That number is sure to probably drop as well, just seeing where the market's at right now. So not a significant amount considering the change in interest rates, which we'll talk about here in a second. Does that surprise you at all that it's only gone down 9,000? Not for as much as everyone's freaking out about it. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it should be encouraging to buyers, and it is good that we're kind of seeing things drop or level off, as people like to say. But what's interesting is the difference in monthly payment at those two purchase prices are and we're very, talk about that. very minimal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's still good, right? Maybe mm-hmm. $50, but you're not seeing hundreds of dollars of difference in those two prices. But Right. The difference in sale price versus the difference in mortgage payment because of the interest rates, they're not equal. Mm-mm. Yeah. So, so let's talk about interest rates real quick. Conventional 30-year fixed will run you about 8.4% right now. I know. Ooh. Yeah. And... You know, the markets vary on a day-to-day basis. When you listen to this, listener, it, it may be below eight and things are fluctuating quite a bit. So if you're in the marketplace, find out from your trusted lender who you have a relationship with to figure out where you fall because that, that 8.4 is a very general number, right? FHA 30-year fixed is at 7.5%, mm-hmm. which is a lot better. If we just got one little piece of good news from the Fed, I think you would see conventional down in the mid sevens and FHA down below seven, which I think would be great for our our housing market right now. 
Yeah, absolutely. But to tack onto that, I think all the different buy-down opportunities that are happening right now, which I'm sure we're going to get into, but um, since sellers, you know, might be getting a little nervous about the fact that their homes aren't selling, they're more willing to help you pay down the interest rate. And what that means is, say you're looking at a 7.5% interest rate, you could potentially ask the seller to buy it down for you to as much as 6.5%. Yeah. Which would make all the difference. And yeah, it would be pretty spendy to do, but it's possible. Most, uh, in most cases, the seller's going to pay that cost too. So for example, on a $475,000 home, a 2-1 buy down, meaning two years are, are bought down in the first year, you can get a six and a half, six and a quarter, six and a half percent interest rate the first year of your loan, seven and a quarter the second year, and then maybe the going rate seven, seven, five or eight percent thereafter. And hopefully within two or three years you can refinance it, right? Mm-hmm. But that makes such a huge difference, that two points that the seller is willing to buy that down. For the home seller, if they're paying for that at closing for the buyer, it's about ten or eleven thousand dollars right now. Mm-hmm. Which there are a lot of sellers out there that would be more than willing to pay that to get their home sold right now because of how things, how slow things are, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And even if it is a hot property, because those do still exist right now, believe it or not, but if you're worried about you know asking for that and not getting your offer accepted, there's a lot of strategies that we can encourage you to do to kind of offset that. It's not as cut and dry as that as we just made it seem, but right. that's a whole nother podcast. That is a whole nother pod. <laughs> Uh, and the reason that I know those numbers so well is that we just sold a home. Say, <laughs> right? I know. Do you even have to look at my notes or I anything? Was like, uh. Well, we just sold one of our properties that we're representing at that price point at four seventy five with that ten thousand dollar credit to help the buyer. Got it. Yeah. So, you know, if you're listening and you're thinking about selling your home, that's one of those strategies that you should be considering if your home's currently on the market and not selling and also something to explore before you get on the market just in case it doesn't sell. The other thing that we're finding when we talk about median home prices probably going down more is there's still a segment of sellers that are pricing their homes with the thought of this being a market that was a year or two ago, don't mm-hmm. you think? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I look. we both look at homes that come on the market every single day yeah. and look at tons and tons of homes. And I'm still amazed at how many homes I look at and say, that's 5%, 10% over where they should be. And the whole testing the market to see if you can get it, yeah. that's not a good strategy right now. No, but it's good for buyers. It's great for buyers because those homes then stay on the market they make an adjustment and then they have to go even below where they probably should have been starting. Mm-hmm. Great for a buyer, not a great scenario for a seller. Right. So when we look at where interest rates were at 12 to 24 months ago, there's an affordability issue there, right? Because rates at four, four and a half, five percent versus eight, eight and a half right now, that translates to about 35, 40% less home that you can buy. So if we're talking about our median sale price being 530,000 right now, we'll use that as the example. Two years ago, um, you could have, let's say you could afford that $530,000 home with your same income to debt ratios and the rest of what goes into being pre-approved, you can only afford 35 or 40% less than that now, which drops it down to 345,000. Ish. Yeah. That's a tough pill to swallow. Yeah. That in a nutshell is why I think 
our market has slowed so significantly is because there's all these people that were looking at $530,000, $550,000 homes that now look at their revised, what they can afford, and it's a much different home in a much different neighborhood, right? Yeah, that's so hard when you get your mind set on what you can afford and you've been waiting and yeah. refreshing Zillow and yeah. doing all the things that you're supposed to do and then bam, it just hits you. But yeah, doesn't mean that it's impossible. Yep. So we'll talk about more of those type of strategies and different things in, in some of our next podcasts. But we want to finish with which home buyer is this market ideal for and who might be best to stay on the sidelines for a while. So let's start with who this is ideal for, right? So my first one is anyone who has significant equity in their current home is probably not going to be that rate sensitive, right? Yeah, that's true. So if you're buying that $530,000 home, but you're selling a $400,000 home that you have 100,000 equity in, that's going to be much less that eight and a half or 8% or 775 or wherever the rate ends up for you is going to be much less painful than if you were just doing a 5% down right? $25,000 or something like that. So if you've got a lot of equity in your home or you've got a lot of savings towards your home purchase, it's still a pretty good time to buy. You can be what they call less rate sensitive in that scenario. And I mean, I, I think there's a lot of those people out there. I saw a statistic and this is just off the top of my head. So listener beware, this is maybe not 100% accurate, but I saw where in the United States, over 40% of the people have their home paid off. Really? Yeah. I think it was 35 to 40%, maybe wow. more. We should look that up and fact check that because if that's true, that's go to liveportland.com and click on podcast and we'll have a page set up where we can look at what that number actually is. And we'll have all the information that we've been talking about on there as well. But with, you know, if you had your home paid off, imagine if you wanted to move from a $400,000 home, $500,000 home to 600 and only have a hundred or $200,000 mortgage. Mm -hmm. That's a pretty good scenario. And maybe doesn't scare you as much with the interest rates being where they are right now. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. So move up buyers and downsizing buyers. If you've got a lot of equity or you own your home outright, now is a great time to buy. There's more opportunities. It's less competitive. You might even get to get a deal in, in the neighborhood or the area that you're looking for, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Who else, Michaela? Um, people who are looking to be in a certain area or neighborhood. There's certain neighborhoods in Portland where prices aren't as high as they were, you know, in the past couple of years. So if you're looking to be in a certain pocket, it could be a good opportunity for you to. Yeah. Look. And we are, I think one of our last podcasts, we talked about the different areas in Portland that have been hit the hardest with reductions in home values. It might be a good one to look up on our page, liveportland.com. But there are areas, if you're looking for a certain area, like University of Portland area, is one that comes to mind for me. If you're looking to be in that area, those home prices have come down substantially more than the average in town. And you might be able to get a deal on that and get something well below what you thought you might be, be able to get into. So great opportunities price-wise, also less competition because of the lower demand for buyers out there. So that's one. I also think buyers who are interested in multifamily or multi-generational housing don't you think? Yes. Refer to our next episode because that's what we're going to be talking about. I'm really we excited for the opportunities there. 
family and multi-generational. Mm-hmm. I love it. And the government is actually doing some things to make that easier for people to accomplish, aren't they? They are. So for the first time, we're seeing um, 5% down payment opportunities on multifamily It used to loans. be 10%, right? For the federally funded? 15 to 25%. Yeah. So for triplexes, it was sometimes as high as 25%. Don't give away the whole pod. Sorry, I'm so excited about it. I think Boy, I can tell. It's a great opportunity there. So, and we're actually seeing more inventory in that multifamily. 21 yes, and are. 22, there was, n- I, re- I remember there was nothing. You and I talked about that so many times. Because I wanted one I around know. that time. Yeah. So you'll have to tune into that podcast to, to hear more about that, but that's a great, a great way to go right now. So let's talk about who might be best to stay on the sidelines for a little while. I love the honesty here. Yeah. You need to have people representing you and giving you advice that are going to give you the straight scoop. And we always promise to do that at Live Portland. And and you and I have always told our clients that we're going to tell you what you need to know, not what you want to know. And this might be one of those situations where if you're a first time home buyer and you have less than 5%, you got to be really careful. You know, the debt to income ratios that your lender talks about, there's a difference between what you can afford and what you really want. And if you get into this situation where you've got 3% down or maybe a VA with no money down and you're stretching the limits of your debt to income ratios, you can get house poor and really upside down really quickly, especially with there being some uncertainty in our marketplace and our economy. I would just caution. Mm -hmm. Don't you think? Yeah, agreed. And that's hard to tell people because if they're so excited, yeah, that's a hard reality to face. But I think you'll thank yourself later when you have even, you know, maybe a little more in savings and you can be even more comfortable when those interest rates do come down a little bit. With that being said, I would not be afraid to go and and talk to your your trusted mortgage broker to find out where you stand because it doesn't cost anything. It's not going to do anything to your credit report. If If you are wanting to get into a home, you definitely should talk to those professionals and your and your realtor for that matter. But just a a warning, don't get yourself into a position where, yeah, we can get you approved for that. And then it's really super difficult. So that's one. And then anyone who's wanting to buy in a certain price range, but are really hard pressed to make it work with current rates. If you're trying to get into a certain area or a certain neighborhood and you're really stretching yourself to do that, and this goes along the lines of what we just mentioned, just take some caution with that. This might not be a time to be throwing it all in to put down a little money just to get into a certain area, a certain neighborhood. Be careful there. Yeah, agreed. Maybe those that same group that we're talking about, you know, maybe you only buy if the seller can spend an extra Ten, fifteen thousand on you, and buy down the rate a couple points. One point would be ideal, at least um, for you. So you know, maybe you're on the hunt a little bit. You're kind of looking, just making sure you're aware of what's out there. And if a good opportunity comes along, then mm-hmm. you can jump on it. But don't be in a rush. There's a real good chance that if you waited until spring, if you waited that four or five months time, saved a little bit more money, had a little bit more down, you know, paid off more debt you're going to be in the same situation as now. It's not going to be some crazy frenzied market again in the spring. It'll probably be more competitive in the spring, and that tends to happen um, just because of the seasonality. But just be careful with with your finances around that, and, and if you need a little bit more time, take that amount of time. 
But for those that are um, this market's ideal for, find out what can, what you can do and go to our website, liveportland.com. We're going to have a lot of great resources for you there. Talk to your trusted mortgage professional and meet up with your real estate broker to, to really find out what's going on. Great. Good info. I hope this was helpful. Anything more to add to that? Homebuyers got it. It's a tough situation right now. But like any time, there's pros and cons. There's opportunities. It's just a matter of getting information, don't you think? Yeah, I think that's well said. I think the best thing you can do is if you're on the fence about it, just talk to the people in your life that you trust, the professionals that you trust, and pencil it out. The worst thing that's going to happen is you make a plan for the future. So, The worst thing that happens is you make an educated decision, too. Love that. I know, right? I wish I would made more of those when I was younger, <laughs> your age. But well, you live and you I learn, right? <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Well, thanks for everyone for joining. That is our market update for home buyers. Feel free to visit liveportland.com for more information and we'll see you next time. Bye, Michaela. Bye. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today. If you're interested in finding out more about Joe, myself, or the Live Portland team, you can go to liveportland.com. Thanks for giving us a listen and see you next time on the Off the Record podcast.